Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Welcome back to America First. I'm your host, JWR. We have a few things to talk about today, but before we get into that, we have our weekly segment of Today in History. Today in History, in 1863, the Battle of Gettysburg, the largest battle ever fought on the American continent, ended in a major victory for the Union during the U.S. Civil War. Now, on to the news. First, Texas Governor Greg Abbott is taking further steps to rein in the crisis at the southern border. Uh, The lawmaker recently addressed the recent horrific finding at the southern border, a truck filled with deceased migrant and demanded action to be taken. Under President Trump, we saw the fewest illegal crossings in decades, he stated. Under President Biden, we see all-time record highs. At a press conference on Wednesday, Abbott said the truck carrying the migrants had to have traveled through uh, had to have traveled through a checkpoint, but likely passed unchecked due to limited border patrol resources. Many of these deaths could have been prevented if Biden simply fully funded the border patrol operation of the United States of America and implemented the policies that the border patrol needs in order to do the real job," asserted the governor. Uh, the real job is both to secure the border as well as to do things like inspect the vehicle that was carrying those people who lost their lives. Abbott further urged the Biden administration to reinstate Trump-era policies like finishing the wall and re-implementing Remain in Mexico. He highlighted the efforts of his own state while suggesting Texas is doing more than any state in history, including building its own wall and boosting security at the border. Uh, DPS will create and implement a checkpoint strategy beginning immediately where they will begin targeting trucks like that, like the one that was used where these people perished, said Abbott, to make sure that we will have a better capability or of perhaps stopping future trucks like that, as well as stopping the smugglers and the cartel members who are trying to profiteer off of it. The Texan even went so far as threatening to take legal action against President Biden, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, and other operatives in the federal government if they fail to secure the border. Next, the suspected driver of the truck carrying dozens of migrants has been arrested alongside his alleged conspirator. The alleged driver was located Wednesday hiding near the area where the abandoned truck was found. This came after two Mexican nationals were arrested for their involvement in the incident after that left 53 migrants dead from extreme heat. If convicted, all four suspects could face life in a federal prison or the death penalty. A San Antonio judge has ordered them to remain in custody while they wait for their preliminary hearing, which is scheduled for Friday. Uh, meanwhile, families back home in Mexico are awaiting news of loved ones who they fear may be among those who died in the, tra- in the tractor trailer. Uh, this comes after dozens of migrants were found trapped in a tractor trailer that tipped over on a highway in San Antonio, Texas, with some survivors being transported to area hospitals in varying conditions. The events unfolded on a sweltering day with temperatures reaching 100 degrees outside. Mitchell said there's little... There is no working AC or signs of water in the truck. President Joe Biden's policies are under scrutiny following the apparent human smuggling operation. Republicans have called this tragedy another example of the current administration's open border policies with no deterrence in the, U- in the U.S. In- immigration system. San Antonio Mayor Ron 
Nirenberg lamented that the human toll accumulated by traffickers taking advantage of people is in, in need. So I would urge you all to think compassionately and pray for the deceased, the ailing, the families, he noted, and we hope that those responsible for putting these people in such inhumane conditions are prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. The incident is not the first human smuggling tragedy Antonio San Antonio has witnessed. Back in 2017, 10 migrants perished while trapped inside a truck at a Walmart parking lot. Additionally, the bodies of 19 migrants were found inside a vehicle during a heat wave back in, the, in 2003. Critics have lambasted Biden's border policies. Since he took office, the administration has overseen the largest surge of border violations in more than 20 years by migrants coming in through the southern border. Policies scrutinized under the microscope include his attempted reversal of the Trump era remain in Mexico and Title 42 policies that sought to keep migrants out of the U.S. for health reasons or while their immigration application were being processed. Next, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell sent an alarming message about the state of the U.S. economy on President Joe Biden's watch. He admitted there's no guarantee for so-called soft landing and a recession is possible. While speaking at a European Central Bank forum in Portugal on Wednesday, Powell said he couldn't guarantee that the Federal Reserve can bring inflation back down while also retaining a strong labor market. This means interest rates will continue to go up, which may cause an increase in unemployment. The Fed Chair also added he's committed to utilizing every tool at his disposal to ensure economic stability, although he admitted there's a risk for the Fed going too far and triggering a recession. His remarks came after the U.S. Central Bank raised interest rates in an attempt to curb inflation. We think that there are pathways for us to achieve the path back to 2% inflation while still retaining a strong labor market, Powell stated. We believe we can do that. That is our aim. There's no guarantee that we can do that. His comments come as the Consumer Confidence uh, Index dropped by 4.5 points this week. U.S. consumers are ex expecting economic growth to significantly, significantly weaken in the second half of this year. This drop has been attributed to a number of reasons such as rising costs for basic necessities, supply chain problems, and concerns about the Russia-Ukraine conflict. We're strongly committed to using our tools to get inflation to come down, said Powell. Uh, the way to do that is to slow down growth, ideally keeping it positive. It is a risk that would go that would go too far. Certainly, there is a risk. Uh, e economists are saying their pro probability, sorry, saying the probability of the U.S. experiencing a broad economic crisis is rising and could possibly occur in 2023 or even sooner. In the meantime, Biden still insists a recession is not inevitable, despite worsening projections by economists. E economists. Next. The Empire State is striking back against a recent Supreme Court ruling on the Second Amendment. Governor Kathy Hochul unveiled a list of sensitive locations where concealed carriers will not be permitted to bring their firearms during a press conference Wednesday. Uh, the lawmaker rattled off a number of locations where the Second Amendment does not apply. Federal, state, local government buildings, health and medical facilities, places where children gather, daycares, parks, zoos, playgrounds, public transportation, 
Subways, buses, polling places, educational institutions, cultural noted, and making sure that we have no open carry policy as a de- default position for private citizens or businesses. Sorry. Cultural clarified the private business uh, businesses wishing to allow patrons to carry a concealed firearm in their establishments must put up significant or put up signage expressively giving permission to do so. Uh, the move is a rebuttal to the Supreme Court ruling that struck down the New York's strict proper cause requirements for those seeking concealed carry permits. The lawmaker also pledged to make CCW and gun control and gun ownership requirements uh, stricter to prevent criminals from stealing weapons from law-abiding citizens. 25% of gun crimes are committed with the sto- with stolen guns. Where can they steal? Uh, where can they steal out of? As total, they can steal out of your vehicle. So we're adding a vehicle requirement to our safe storage laws. So you have to have them locked up when you're traveling. And right now, if you have children in your home under the age of 16, you have to have safe storage. Those seeking a concealed carry permit will be required to complete 15 hours of experience at a firing range, while background checks will be conducted for the purchase of both guns and ammunition. Ochoa said the new law will serve as a baseline gun policy for the Empire State, but localities are welcome to enforce stricter measures at their own discretion. The governor used uh, her parting words to lambast the Supreme Court for striking down New York's original protocol. And I want to say, if six Supreme Court justices want to take us backwards, we have a legislator full of duly elected representatives who actually speak for the people of this state and want to protect a law that's been on the books over for over 100 years, she asserted. Ochoa called an extraordinary session Thursday to push the measure through the state legislature. Next, Blake Masters was a student at Stanford Law School in 2012 when his notes on PayPal co-founder Peter Thiel's computer science startup class became an internet sensation. Masters transformed those class notes into a New York Times bestseller, Zero to One. Uh, Zero to One, notes on startups or how to build the future. Before then, he was named one of Forbes' top 30 under 30 in 2014. Masters helped top-tier companies work through the toughest questions and creating new value instead of merely copying what's worked in the past. He's looking to make those talents and entrepreneurial insights work for the people of Arizona. Former President Donald Trump believes he can. Trump said Masters will protect America's borders, stand for life, and election integrity. The 45th president warned Arizonans that other state, other Senate candidates like Mark Brnovich and Jim Lehman will only let them down. Masters has been cri- uh, critical on Democrat Senator Mark Kelly, particularly for his support for the nomination of Kandaji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court. Masters said putting Jackson on the Supreme Court is unthinkable, but this vote... This disastrous vote will be his legacy, Master stated. To put a pedophile alongside the along put to put a pedophile apologist, geez, on the Supreme Court, it makes my blood boil. 
His time in Silicon Valley has shown him that an unholy alliance between big government, big tech, and big business threatens to permanently upend America. As a Christian husband, father, businessman, gun owner, and early member of President Trump's uh, MAGA movement, Masters refuses to let that happen. Arizona's GOP Senate primary is to is set to take place August 2nd. Next, President Joe Biden reaffirmed America's commitment to help Ukraine combat Russia's invasion. He pledged another $800 million in security assistance to Ukraine. While wrapping up the NATO summit in Madrid on Thursday, Biden said the new package includes more ammunition and artillery and advanced air defense systems. The war could end tomorrow, by the way, if Russia stops its irrational behavior, stated the president. So you know, when the war will end, you know, I hope it ends sooner than later. But for it to end, they have to be in a position where uh, the Ukrainians have all they can reasonably, uh, have all that they can reasonably expect. We can reasonably expect to get to them in order to provide the... Uh, their physical security and their defenses. This came after Biden shared a phone call with Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan, Erdogan uh, while on his way to the summit in which he, can, he urged him to sign off on Finland and Sweden joining the NATO alliance. Leaders strengthened defense along the eastern flank as Biden announced a boost of U.S. military presence in Europe in response to Russian threats. This includes adding a permanent army headquarters in Poland, sending new warships to Spain, fighter jet squadrons to Britain, and deploying additional troops to Romania as well as increasing rotational deployments in the Baltic states. Biden assured the transatlantic alliance is stronger than ever before, but continued to blame Russia's war on Ukraine for America's rampant inflation. But the bottom line is ultimately the reason why gas prices are up is because of Russia. It's because of Russia, 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 said the president. The reason why the food crisis exists is because of Russia. Russia not allowing grain to get out of Ukraine. And so that's, uh, that's the way it's, that's the way in which I think we should move. And I think it will have a positive impact on the price at the pump as well. In the meantime, as Biden returns to the White House, he's scheduled to head off to Saudi Arabia next month. While sending Americans into further turmoil, Biden said he will not directly ask the Saudi government to increase oil production, which could bring down the global price of energy. Next, the Supreme Court ruled that the Clean Air Act does not give the EPA broad or expansive powers to regulate carbon emissions. In turn, leaving it up to states, in a 6-3 vote on Thursday, the High Court decided the executive agency could not impose regulations on states that restrict carbon emissions to encourage a transfer to renewable energy. The decision was met with praise from Republicans who argued the EPA could not implement such regulations nationally, while Democrats viewed it as a step backwards in fighting so-called climate change. West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey who spearheaded the legal challenge called the decision a huge victory because it reaffirms the concept of separation of powers. We want to make sure that the Biden agenda is limited by basis of what Congress authorizes these agencies, Morrissey said. Uh, what a concept that 
is and this should not be considered to be anything other than consistent with the Constitution, the rule of law, and our separation of powers. Meanwhile, across the aisle, several Democratic governors vowed to double down on their efforts to fight so-called climate change. Washington Governor Jay Inslee expressed disappointment in the decision and said state and local governments will have to pick up where the executive branch left off. We have to accelerate our efforts to reduce carbon pollution in the state of Washington in the upcoming years, and that's that's necessary because the federal government now is going to be, frankly, much less effective in restraining pollution, which means more of that burden is going to be on our shoulders, said Inslee. And we are willing to accept that because Washington state is not going to allow climate change to swallow our state. Inslee did not clarify what he plans to do in light of the ruling. However, California governor uh, took a more direct approach by announcing on Twitter that he will be signing a $54 billion climate fighting plan. The idea of the U.S. Supreme Court moved to take away one of the most significant and historically powerful tools to address the ravages of climate change is incomprehensible, asserted Newsom. Uh, We've got to wake up to... What's going on, Supreme Court, and we've and we've got to double down, quadruple down, here in California and in blue states all across America. In the meantime, Democrat lawmakers are making a push to pass legislation codifying the EPA's authority. Next and finally, the Supreme Court issued its final ruling on the term or of the term wrapping up. A historic session packed with several prominent rulings. In a 5-4 decision Thursday, the nation's highest court ruled the Biden administration can terminate the Trump era remain in Mexico policy. Uh, the high court found the administration's push to end the policy did not violate federal immigration law. Justices John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh sided with the court's liberal justices in the liberal justices in the ruling. The policy first enacted in 2019 required asylum seekers to stay in Mexico while their claims were processed in court. Thursday's decision now paves the way for Biden to go through with ending the policy. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has called on the Biden administration to reinstate Trump-era policies while asserting they 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 have proved to be effective. Building a border wall keeping in place both title 42 and the remain in mexico policy and enforcing those abbott stated so those policies remain in effect right now however it is my understanding that the way we see it biden is not enforcing those ending catch and release those are the four things that are very simple to do earlier the supreme court sided with joseph kennedy a former high school football coach in washington state who was let go for publicly uh, praying on the field after games, in which the court's opinion, Justice Neil Gorsuch uh, explained that both the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment protect expressions like Mr. Kennedy's. It's not for the Christians or the Jews or the atheists or whoever, said Kennedy. It is for all Americans, and that's why I thought this was such a huge win. It's more of freedom of speech thing for me personally because it was just a moment between me and God. It had nothing to do with anybody else. 
additionally, the Supreme Court issued a ruling limiting the federal government's authority to regulate greenhouse gas emissions from power plants. In a 6-3 decision, the court ruled the EPA cannot pass sweeping carbon dioxide emissions regulations without congressional approval. This is a victory for West Virginia and a number of other GOP-led states. That challenged the EPA while arguing the Clean Air Act did not give the agency power to impose such broad regulations. The, co- the ruling could have, could have far-reaching ramifications as it may curb the Biden administration's capabilities to promote green energy through regulations on carbon dioxide emissions. West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey responded to the Supreme Court's decision and thanked all the states that uh, were part of that process which we covered earlier. Uh, Alas, the Supreme Court welcomed Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson Thursday as she was sworn in as the first black woman to serve on the nation's highest court. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer Breyer, uh, officially stepped down from the bench after after a 28-year career. Jackson is slated to participate in arguments for the first time during the court's next term beginning in October. And that's all we have this week. Thank you for listening on today's episode. Be sure to check out previous episodes and stay up to date uh, to stay up to date. And follow us on Twitter at capital S lowercase C M B A G capital N. Any and all profits, including sponsor revenue and viewer donated revenue, will be donated to the Serious Fund Network for Disabled Kids. So if you do decide to donate to us, you know where your money is going. So until the next time, America, I've been your host, JWR. And remember, stay informed, stay involved, keep America first.